0: Hello, I'm Rock. And I'm Bottom. Yes, you are. And we're
1: the sticky bun boys. This is a week of firsts. First week, Alex is wearing matching socks. First week, you've not got a hangover. First week, I've watched the full episode. And it's the first week of series five. It's always hard in the first week, trying to fit everyone in. I mean, that would be difficult anyway.
0: Well, Paul seems to manage. Mm, Not a nice mental picture. Let's get on with it.
1: Series five, Michael. Series five, David. I think this is the point where now I can officially say that I properly kind of fully remember everything.
0: Yeah, I feel like I watched a couple of these. I don't think I
1: watched the full (laughs) series. What do you mean? What are you laughing at? I was meaning because I I watched every. This is when I watched all of it and kind of like followed things outside of it. And I don't think there was Instagram then, but I used to kind of like read all the newspaper articles.
0: The newspaper articles. <laughs> joke.
1: there may be newspaper. It was articles.
0: a town crier doing announcements each morning as well? They <laughs> hear ye, hear ye, Nancy's got through this week. No, I watched bits of it. I remember the. I remember the characters like I was. I was just sitting down here. I love. I love Chetna. I remember loving Chetna. Actually, we have some tea on that, which you can listen to on our only Ooh. Well, you can if you are one of our only That's true. But how would you join, actually? Actually, don't answer. Get Alex to answer and see if he knows.
1: Patreon.com forward slash sticky bum boys.
0: Slash is quite an aggressive. I'd say forward stroke. I know he almost got it until the forward slash, Mm. didn't Um, he? I prefer prefer to forward stroke, not the forward (laughs) slash. I enjoyed in the pre-show bit, Uh, Norman said that he was looking forward to Mary Berry tasting his wares. What do you think Norman's wares taste like, David? Probably quite plain, actually. <laughs> yes, sir, they would just <laughs> salty, very traditional. And
1: stuff. it's the first time at Welford Park. It is. That was our filming location. Yeah. So I don't know if people even notice. It's probably other people just think oh it's an old country house or something. Mm. But there there has been a few locations, and Welford Park is the one it's been the most at. And it's for us, it definitely, I was definitely getting all the feels seeing Welcome Yeah, Park. I
0: loved seeing Mel and Sue sitting there because we didn't film it with Mel and Sue. So I liked seeing them sitting on the bench. I was like, oh, I've sat there and I remember this bit and they haven't quite settled into their kind of filming locations. So now you have the same kind of walk down and like yeah. if they're doing their Vox Pops. You can see,
1: or they're standing on that road or by that bridge they haven't quite got that yet. Yeah, there's like a certain tree that I always remember that we were all like. Oh, yes. Because you'd go off in these different... You'd be taken to different directions when you'd know exactly where someone was going. Yeah. Uh, what I didn't like this week was Paul's blazer. Yes, I didn't quite know why
0: he was wearing that. Was he just trying to be smart? I think for the first week it looked awful. You'd have thought he'd wear it for the last
1: week, not the first. Yeah. On to the signature. Cake week we're onto that format again and it was a swiss roll in two and a half hours yeah i like that i think that's a good challenge it's
0: quite a good amount of time as well like it's challenging but like a swiss roll yes it has to be completely dry before you fill it but not dry (laughs) what does does it have to be completely cold cold Cold, yeah it's cold cold, yeah but like it it doesn't take that long like it's about a centimeter thick like it's not too difficult
1: the thing about a Swiss roll is everyone's probably made them and they're, fine. They're, they're a very light sponge that doesn't have fat. So you've got to like, but you've mm-hmm. got to do the fluffiness and fold everything in and then you bake it. The issue is that at home, you bake it and you think, okay, it's done. I'll take it out. Yeah. This is the kind of one where you overthink, double check yourself. And if you do it slightly under baked or slightly over baked, it's not going to work as well. And
0: it's also your first time in an oven, which you have no idea how it works. Nasty. I'd like to introduce a new segment. Ooh. Are you ready? Yeah. Um, it's going to be, what would you do? And I'm going to get you to do a, a quick little jingle Three, two, one. Ooh, what would you do oh i like that one that's quite nice well done you and um, what would you do i oh I on gone. the spot should I, should I do mine while you think <laughs> yes yes i yeah. would do an orange and pistachio swiss roll with, cardamom. with a cardamom cream <laughs> 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 but you can switch in this like because lots of swiss roll recipes sometimes use almond in them so you can switch in some pistachios with some flecks of actual pistachio in them and some orange zest and a bit of food colouring, because otherwise it just looks muddy. And then a kind of cardamom cream filling.
1: That does sound... And that would be really nice with a coffee or a tea. There you go, see? Really, really good. Because I didn't have very much time to think about it, I would definitely say that I would use, like, a bitter almond in the sponge. A bitter or a bit of... No, a bitter almond. So bitter. like the almond, the proper almond flavour, like marzipan. Sure. And then I would go with raspberries. I'd keep it quite simple mm. and have. A, and I, I really like it when there's kind of like a light fresh cream in it. I don't like it. Although actually, a nice thing I do you like,
0: like it, a curd. I like a light fresh cream. Do you? I like a light fresh creaming. Sure. <laughs> apparently, Paul doesn't want a wet filling. Do you like a wet filling? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> i'm more versatile than paul and um, who famously did you... not so who did you who did you like well i did like chetna's because it does kind of mirror what i was thinking of she did a cardamom pistachio and coffee swiss roll um she'd never made one before which i thought was interesting i'm assuming she meant before practicing but that looked good to me that's ridiculous she's on bake-off she should have made everything before <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> richard as well pistachio praline sponge with strawberry jam and a pistachio cream. 10 out of 10 stunning
1: yeah. we should probably mention we're not going to mention everyone's beaks because there's too many oh, of them there's way too many i did my boulding. i balded out chetna's sounded <laughs> mcclair balding chetna sounded amazing mm. i also did louis which might not work for everyone but i really like aniseed i know you don't Gross. an orange and aniseed and then he has his own uh, honeybees so they needed a honey creamy thing and it did sound amazing and it did in terms of judging it got really good judging Yeah, unfortunately
0: well. though he should be ashamed of himself because aniseed is absolutely vile um thoughts on kate's red velvet Mmm. Yeah, I thought actually quite a good I don't like Red Velvet particularly, but I
1: thought it was a good idea and it looked stunning. Very good idea in terms of that kind of sponge. Red Velvet works very well because it's very mm. soft as well. And like you say, with this one, it's all about getting a swirl. We do have to mention that Ian did this weird thing. I remember everything oh, about yeah. Ian in this show. I remember from this one bake, I think, because I just thought he was rubbish and then actually he does quite well. But he did this Spoilers. thing where he scored the cake yeah he scored the the like so basically he laid out the swiss the swiss roll
0: and he scored all along it so normally you kind of make one cut like one centimeter in from the edge to start the roll but he scored it all the way along like you know bits of wood that wood makers like yes. carve bits in to make it wet so it'll bend and then he was like it's gonna work perfectly and then they watched him do it and not only did it not work but also his his sponge was like rubber it's so he was basically
1: folding it in half and half again and half again. And like, I think it was just crispy as well. It's like, it may as well have been wood because it just mm, did not work at all. It would
0: not work. <laughs> Let's talk about Oezo then. So Oezo was making a lem- raspberry and lemon Swiss roll and was struggling because he wanted to put lots of filling in, but he said he had to be careful. And then Sue said, there's no such thing as too big in her world. Do you think there is such a thing as too big? Yes. You when can. it comes to a Swiss roll? <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: because you've got to have you can't have too much of the creaminess you've got to yeah. have the cake and let it shine he did actually have some bleeding into his swirl which was a bit of a problem yeah
0: a bleeding a bleeding swirl is never Ooh, what you look no. for really um, who didn't stand out for you actually everyone else did pretty well I thought it was interesting that Jordan was doing a kawaii one and then you kind of as if as if it was like a new thing because I don't think kawaii was kind of like a thing yet at that time and it was kind of novel whereas now you see it literally everywhere no, no more to say on that it's just I thought it was interesting
1: I also did like Martha's idea because Martha did a tiramisu one and that one, mm. you would probably do want more of the fillingy bit to make it tiramisu yeah. but it meant that she didn't get much of a swirl. She wasn't particularly tight, was she, when she was rolling? She was not tight. On to the technical. Technical was a classic cherry cake in two hours. Classic? What does that mean? Well, first of all, it wasn't a classic because a classic cherry cake, I'm pretty sure it's not in a bun tin because my gran used to make this dry, horrible cherry cake, which is what this is. But I don't think it's a particularly classic cake. I also thought
0: like a cherry cake would have actual cherries in it, not glacé ones. Like I was a bit confused. By, no, I no, mean... it's
1: it's quite a well-known British, one. Of oh, those, is it's it? one of the horrible traditional bakes that gives British baking a bad name, because sure. it is just full of glacé cherries.
0: Sure. They had laminated recipes, I didn't notice that, like their, their
1: tent recipes were laminated and I thought
0: that's good, because ours kept getting ruined.
1: Oh yeah, I didn't notice that. Although I did notice they were all fanning with them and that's probably why we didn't fan with our recipe cards mm. then.
0: I just fannied around and said, lots of them are doing their batter by hand because they like to feel it. Do you prefer to do it by hand so you can feel it?
1: Yeah, although Nancy did say she knows it'd be better with a machine, but she likes to feel it.
0: See, I don't want to feel my, my cake batter. I'm no, quite I happy don't. to be like, because you want to get the, the air into it. So you're never going to get as much air in by hand than you are with the machines. I would definitely go for a
1: machine. And you know when people do the rubbing in of butter and flour for scones and things, with that, that's well I'm like, put it in a food process. I don't Who want to do. it. can be arsed? Yeah. Like I could just, well... I found <laughs> I found this one quite dull. I didn't like the recipe. I didn't like what they were doing. I didn't think it was that difficult. Like none of them actually made a bad cake. No, but
0: Nancy is just doing a cookery show. Like they're coming over and she's like, I'm doing this because this and this, but I could also perhaps do this. If I didn't have this, I'd maybe use ground almonds.
1: And what I would suggest is, and I was just like, <laughs> like, it's brilliant. And it was good as well. Cause you know, when people say you dust your fruit, your mm. dried fruit, so it stays in one place, she washed it first then dried it. So then it's actually more moist to hold onto the flour when you dust it. She is a genius. She
0: knows everything. Like she's one of those bakers who is just such, she knows why she does every single thing that she does. I
1: think lots of the time I do things and I'm just like, well, because the recipe says so. Which is why she should have had a cookbook and not Mm. had to do her own. Anyway, there wasn't very much to it. Jordan came last at 12th, then Norman, then Richard, and then at the top, it was Chetna, Martha, and Nancy at the top of the pile. No BB. (sighs) this whole episode was bb-less i was thinking that basically someone had just not you just stopped doing bb but this is the
0: first time in a in a bake-off series where there's been an episode where every single baker is seen so like before this we've talked about it before but like in various episodes so-and-so just wouldn't be in the signature because they clearly got through that week and there wasn't time for them kimberly wasn't seen in the first three episodes wasn't (laughs) seen until the final to be fair so this year they've it seems like they've cut bb so that they can fit every single person in and i liked it although it did
1: feel a bit when i was trying to write all the notes i was like oh we are churning through these yeah i think bb i've got i'm starting to like bb so i was a bit annoyed and i did wonder oh is this the series that bb stops but it comes back Don't BB worry. does
0: come back bb always returns <laughs> No matter how long you're trying to put it off. So the show. Stop did it. you? No, I'm not good. I was about to say. Did you? I will say it. Did you know? Talking about actual BB, as in bareback sex with not without condoms, that there was a rise of a super gonorrhea.
1: No, but there keeps on being rises of all of these. There was a syphilis rise at one point as well. Well, because
0: currently in the UK, rates of HI of new HIV infections are actually higher in straight people than they are in queer people because queer people are much more likely to be on PrEP, which is like a drug that you take every morning, like a little pill that stops you from getting HIV. They can also take it just after you may have caught HIV as well. But because everyone's taking PrEP,
1: they're not protecting themselves and therefore the other stis are on the rise this happened a lot when i was doing public health in a lot of different african countries because when you try and stop one thing and it's like oh this is really good it works mm. then other things you you get a rise of other stis yeah. like they thought it would happen with the hpv virus for girls as well
0: oh i got that as well so i was talking to, i had a very very handsome prep man today you've got hpv Oh, no, I, got a, I got a vaccine thing from a... He jabbed it in my arm. But he was telling me all about it. And he was very attractive. So I just kept asking more questions. I was like, I'm ever so interested. I'm a very good patient. Could I have two and just sit, sit here a bit longer? <laughs> tell me more. Tell me more. Although he mauled my vein, actually. He
1: properly jabbed it in. For a vaccine? Maybe
0: he was distracted.
1: No, he was getting blood I was saying he was distracted. If he was going to your vein. <laughs> Maybe he was lost in my eyes. Right. Onto the showstopper. Um, <laughs> they had to make... 36 miniature cakes in just three hours three and a half hours three and a half hours <laughs> almost you're doing so well that's still a lot though. 36 miniature cakes yeah but also lot.
0: they're just victoria sponges everyone seemed to be
1: doing victoria well, sponges they
0: said, they said miniature british classic cakes and realistically you've got a lemon drizzle or you've got a victoria sponge and that's it coffee and walnut Well, someone else did that, to be fair. But that's basically a Victoria sponge with coffee in it.
1: And you're always going to be doing the Victoria sponge. And although it says, because they're 36 mini cakes, like some of them were fitting all of them in the oven at once. I'm saying all that, but three and a half hours is
0: still tight on time. Especially, well, it depends how you bake them. But most of these are sandwich cakes. And if you're going to bake them as one cake, then slice it. That's only 36. But if you're going to bake more than one cake, that's two times 36, which is a lot. It's a lot of (laughs) cakes. That is 72 Oh, look at that. Didn't even have to ask Siri. Who did you like? Genuinely most impressed with Nancy's. Like, I mean, she had a little guillotine thing. But like, they looked absolutely pristine. Yep. Like she'd managed to cool the cakes completely and then cut them. So there was no stray crumbs. But the chocolate on top looked great. She was doing Jaffa orange cakes, so like a vanilla, vanilla sponge with a quantro jelly topped with dark chocolate. And she
1: could say Quattro, which is interesting. Because we and, would have to say oh, yeah. orange liqueur. And then she also made little orange pastilles on top as well. Yeah, what's that then? Just a fruit pastel. Oh, it's just basically for your own homemade fruit pastel. just like a jelly then. And then yeah, a just... little jelly, sugared thing. So she probably just used the Quattro jelly and just put sugar on it. Yes. Be less I impressed. basically said no one else matters. It I was, was the incredible. same. Incredible. Nancy's were so good. They looked so because usually in Bake Off, one of the issues is time. So mm. even if someone is very neat and does things at home really neatly, you don't get the time to do it in the tent. These were perfect i think it's about time we finally have a genoese klaxon david it's your
0: turn three two one genoese and what's really unfortunate is
1: every time i hear that i'm gonna have to picture the face david pulls when he makes (laughs) that it looks like waltz gromit (laughs) i also think it should be really really long that genoese klaxon so it can block out everything you're saying (laughs) when you're saying it there was two there were two genoeses one was with jordan and one was with louis
0: um, so Jordan was doing lemon drizzle flavoured Genoeses filled with blueberry and lemon curd topped with hazelnut and lavender honeycomb, which is at least 15 things
1: too many. And he didn't make the honeycomb. The thing I have with this is when you're talking about a classic cake, I like a lemon drizzle cake and a Genoese isn't a lemon drizzle cake. No,
0: but you, uh, but because a Genoese is so light and airy and difficult <laughs> to make, um, the syrup does trickle in further. Like a pound cake often the, the syrup kind of does the first centimetre whereas a Genoese it penetrates all the way in you like a lot of penetration glad to use the word penetrate I haven't
1: used that in a while and Louis did a Genoese with raspberry and elderflower and then he made these awful little pipettes that you have from science class I don't like that
0: but pipette's quite a cute little name isn't it you can call it cat pipette oh you could actually It's called Pippa but you're like oh pipette you know (laughs) quite cute oh actually drag queen names I came up with three more at the weekend go the house of penny so you've got penny pusher penny pincher and penny drop that is good. Isn't that good? Yes. I particularly like it, it wouldn't be as strong if the penny drop wasn't there though. But penny drop would be late
1: because she, she hadn't realised. <laughs> uh, who didn't stand out for you? Ewezo did this walnut battenberg and because I love battenberg, I didn't really like it because it looked like he'd used fondant instead of a marzipan. It looked dry, the cake. It didn't look that tasty. It was a bit different. It
0: was a bit different. Richard was absent actually. Having said no one was really absent. He wasn't really in this one, but he was just doing coffee and walnut. And I thought he's better than coffee and walnut i've not even written richard at all (laughs) he was there it was just very very quick i was just a bit i love richard i think he's absolutely brilliant i will be messaging him after this episode to ask him to make his signature for me but the the showstopper i was like we expect so many great things from him and i was a bit like
1: oh okay whose moose was it there was this brilliant moment was it diana's moose where mel and sue basically started fighting over this moose (laughs) they took (laughs) the bowl away and were running around the tent with it (laughs) and then it finished and then Mel was just like, well, I hope I hope she's actually used what she needed because we
0: finished this. <laughs> Overall, it was, they were kind of mostly a bit overbaked. All yes, of them, yeah. I think, across the board. The only one who really, really stood out was Nancy. And I think Martha did quite well. She did lemon drizzle with some thyme and
1: mascarpone cream and lemon curd. I would say, but to me, one thing I've noticed in this series is there's a lot of them that are very good, which is... Which like, I say about our series. Well, we were just, I mean, most of us were rubbish unless you got to the final. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> uh, most you know, think, of us got star bakers i i think that there's like there's people who are at the bottom i mean we haven't even talked about claire this whole episode bless her and she went home um <coughs> so there were people who were not very good but there are some really considering this is week one there are some strong competitors that are not letting nerves get to them as well and i should say on on claire
0: actually she has a disaster in the show but what i really liked about her was that she kept bloody going like she found a new thing she made a new batch of bakes and she a way to rescue it which is like i said it before a talent i didn't have in the tent so good on her she made she didn't even just redo her cake and she made a totally
1: different cake yeah and like that takes a lot of guts just to do off that.
0: top of her head because she won't have had the recipe she'll just have that in her head and she'll have made that work and i think that's power to her. i mean she still went home but power to her
1: she probably if other like i was saying everyone did quite well so if other people had done not so well she might have actually managed to save herself but because everyone was so good she went home do you know the top three Yes, this is a series I do remember quite so a lot of. I don't know
0: the top three, but my predictions are, well, Nancy. And then I think Louie. And then I think it's either out of, out of Martha, Richard and Kate. And Norman. Well, Norman's definitely not going to make it to the end. It's always brittle to go out first week. All that practice, preparation and nerves. Well, she should have just baked better then, shouldn't she? And there, everyone, is the human side to our podcast. David bringing his trademark empathy... Well, I actually am empathetic. I'm bringing the empathy for Paul and Mary. You'd be a horrible judge. Oh, actually, as Chief Justice, I'm going to pass the law to make sure you are never judge Judy. But talking about judging people, onto this week's taste test, and it comes from Penny, who has simply stated four words: mushy peas on pizza.
1: Hmm, what do we think, everyone? Jail on the new viral food trend to replace the ice cream with olive oil and salt. Mm.
0: I know you're leading this bit, but what is ice cream with olive oil and salt? Have you got Instagram? I look at TikTok more because I'm a young person.
1: I think it's on TikTok as well. It's Dua Leeper basically said doodle that she, beep. Beep. she actually thinks that she invented this, which she didn't. But it's like a ball of vanilla ice cream. Is that cream. like when Alexandra Burke brought the phrase elephant in the room to the UK? <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> so she basically had a ball of ice cream. She was on a podcast, a ball of ice cream with some olive oil and salt. And then everyone has been mimicking it and saying, oh, it's actually really nice. And it's been everywhere.
0: Oh, there's a drag queen name in there Mimic. Mimic. Or just Mimic. Mimique. Mimique.
1: It's oh, m- mimic, m- but French. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I like the idea of olive oil and salt on the ice cream. Oh, it is unless nice. Unless it's vanilla and gelato. You have to have a nice olive oil, though, that has like a grassy flavour to it. Grassy. But what do you think about mushy peas on pizza? Talking about Italian. I'm all for it. <laughs> really?
0: Yeah, margarita pizza, bit of mushy peas on it, sold. sold Are you 100%. a dollop in the middle. Are
1: you insane? Well, you can spread them out if you want. Are you still hungover? I'm not here to judge. <laughs> it's been a week, it's <laughs> <This laughs> I... been two weeks. I don't It's been three weeks <laughs> I don't like mushy peas I like peas I like peas that are David being like... I don't like the mara fat pea The actual pea that makes mushy peas well, You want it to be half mushed Half not Bit of salt Stunning
0: No oh. well, If I've got chips I just want tomato ketchup no, this is a 100% a yes to me And like my mouth is watering Thinking about it Well I like a margarita pizza With salt on it And just like a bit of Oh my mouth's watering
1: Basically she doesn't have to go to jail But when we go out for pizza You can have that one I'll have something else Well oh, you can go to jail Because you don't like it Oh, do they have pizza in jail? I actually don't know what they eat in jail. <laughs> do, what do they eat? In I think jail? It depends which country. I think some countries have quite nice food. Do you get like a menu? I think someone, but there's some of the prisoners are the kitchen people, aren't they? Have not seen Paddington. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they all wear pink. Yeah, they all, oh, that's they all sad. wear pink and I'm Do you think late. there is a menu, just like a, like on the airplanes? And like, do you want this or do you want that? No, they might do a menu, but it's telling you what it is. In the morning, it comes through and just says this is what's on their menu for today, like school dinners. Do so they have telly in prison? Yeah, if you buy one, Does you have, have to have your own f- telly.
0: <gasps> do you not in a communal space?
1: There may be a communal space, but we wouldn't be allowed to go into the communal space. We'd be someone else's bitch.
0: I'm, I'd love to do that. That sounds exciting. <laughs> I've
1: always thought I'd like to go to a prison, just I'd for like been, a week. I've been to a prison. And be treated like a prisoner, I mean, though. Like, be like be a prisoner for a week. Oh, I didn't do that. I went to the prison as part of my training. And it was kind of, I was quite scared to go in. Then I realised all the people that are going to come and see me are kind of sick people. So they're not that scary. They're a bit well, weak. Well, they could be still quite scary. Yeah, I mean, people are scary in prisons. That's why they're there. Cool. Good chat. <laughs> disaster of the week Ah! oh so
0: i actually do have quite a good disaster this week so i went to amsterdam for a a little weekend which was very stunning and very lovely thank you for asking and on the way back we got through the gate and we were sat in the airport and we were just like ready to get on the plane and then there was a storm and all the flights were cancelled um and i couldn't get home Um, And then we had to chase all the way back through security, get an extra stamp on our passports and get chunted off to this Ibis down the road and stay in in an awful Ibis around the corner. And we got into the Ibis and everybody from all the flights, because the storm had stopped anyone from taking off towards the UK, uh, we were all in this massive queue and they handed out all these cards to everyone their room cards and everyone went off to their rooms opened the doors to the rooms and other people were in those rooms in various states of undress and excitement and then you had what? to close the door again go back downstairs and get your room card changed and it was an absolute nightmare this actually does sound like prison so my next question is did, did you get food? <laughs> we did get food and my friend Katie so Katie and I we love travelling together but I don't like to stay in hostels and she does so an ibis to her was like the Ritz she was like oh <laughs> e, they've
1: got a buffet up here yeah and oh there's running water and i was
0: like this is, this is the bare
1: minimum even the sharing the room she didn't mind
0: <laughs> uh, well we've got separate rooms to be fair um and there were three beds in mine but um that's my disaster that's quite a good disaster that I is think. quite a
1: disaster there was two storms which were you which storm was it the first or the second Aisha. That was the second one then, yeah. She was quite spicy.
0: Apparently people were kind of taking off and like bouncing when they landed and like being diverted midair
1: to go to other places. It was quite a lot. Yeah, we had two songs because the first one was the heavy rain one and that was the wind one. Mm. Yeah. Awfully windy as Aisha. Wow, that is pretty much a disaster. But... I was gonna say you got an extra day holiday, but it's not really a holiday, is it a day and a night? No, I guess... we ended
0: up like we ended up getting we got up early and went into town and went to a museum that morning before we flew back the next like on the next day so that we hadn't wasted the day. But like when you've now spent eight hours in an airport going through security and all that nonsense. Do you get but... all your food then? You get um your food in the hotel and you get like fifteen pounds towards something in the airport. But so yeah, mm. sort of. Like it, you could have stayed in the hotel and spent no money, but realistically, I wasn't gonna do
1: that. It sounds okay, but it's not like it's not like a full-on where you kind of have an extended holiday because the flight was cancelled. No, and everyone like, was like,
0: Oh, an extra day, and I was like, Oh, well, an extra couple of hours.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, on to the inbox. We've had a message. This actually came from Jay on Instagram, not on the because I don't look at Instagram, oh, Instagram very Instagram at Sticky Bun Boys. Yes, Instagram at Sticky Bun Boys. I was gonna say dot com. There's no dot com. Not that. not that. And they've written, You guys seem to have some generally bad feelings slash resentment <laughs> towards the show. Did you have those after you're on the show, or did that only start when they gave you grief about the podcast. <laughs> well, I'll Jay. I'll let you take this, David. <laughs> I don't think, I think there's a thing here. We don't have generally bad feelings and resentment towards the show. Speak for yourself. We have some bad feelings <laughs> and resentment towards the show. <laughs> kidding. Because it's like, there was loads of good things. And also what they've missed out here is they've said, did you have these like just after the show or was it when they started giving you grief about the podcast? On the show, everyone's quite happy and excited and things. Obviously, when we got to the point where it was for the podcast, there was a little bit of bad feelings then. But in between there, there's certain things that come up. And for a lot of people, the production company kind of dump you. And they've really courted you when it's for the show. And they make you feel like you're the most special thing ever. And then it's kind of like all they ever tell you is you can't do this. You can't do that. And aren't particularly pleasant.
0: And also it's slightly different. Like the people who make the show aren't the people who then control and air brackets you after the show it's people who make the show that's their job they just make the show and they continue to do that and they're great at it and they're really lovely to you they're really supportive like i had some quite bad mental health stuff during the show and they were really great with that kind of stuff there is an element of being dropped afterwards for sure and i think most bake-off contestants can relate to that sort of feeling but i think that's only because you felt so courted like it's not actually that they've dropped you at all it's just that no. you felt like you were so in the loop and then suddenly you're out of the loop and that's quite difficult. I don't think I resent the show. I, I don't think I'd do it again, but I don't think I resent it.
1: I don't resent it at all. In fact, I was one of the people I have to say it, when we were on the show. I think I was one of the ones that was had my eyes most open for being like, yeah. they're making a TV show. This is what it's meant to be like. And actually, I would say, I mean, first of all, we do a lot of it in jest. We actually yeah. don't like, especially to all the stuff that Paul and Prue and Mary and things. Yeah. Like we love them to bits. Yeah. So we do a lot of it in jest. And like, oh, I forgot my other point. It can't be very interesting then. No, it was really, really was good. Was it going to be really oh. good? It was so good. Shall
0: I just like fill some let's, time? Let's just wait for it. I can sing a song if you like. <laughs> One, two, three, four. <laughs> no. Let me hear you scream if you want some more. Like, ah. Uh, oh. Push it, push it. Watch me work it. I'm perfect. That's the
1: time gone now. Now, go. for everyone, they will have heard that for the first time. Alex and I have heard that way many <laughs> times before the podcast started. Um, the other point was but you didn't give me any time to think. What <laughs> did you think? Because you were so impressed by my, by my singing. <laughs> what was i even talking about (laughs) (laughs) okay so basically that's the end of that question i I want
0: i I would like to say i think it's important what david said that we do not resent bake-off at all and we're sassy about them
1: i know i was gonna say and also we've been trying to give people the real tea so like the fact is it's not all sweetness and light so instead we're not doing in resentment we're just telling people this is actually what happens and this is how people feel and like when we're being mean
0: we mean it in jest like anything actually mean we wouldn't say <laughs> like well i wouldn't
1: we would just sit on our patreon our oh, only and how do you get on that alex please tell the world patreon.com forward slash sticky bum boys right the next one is from michael yes finally, michael finally, is... finally you're reading my piece <laughs> michael has written hi boys i'm so grateful for you both in the podcast Two of the most delightful gifts of 2019 as we were in the US surviving the Trump administration was your series and then also... Sorry, that was for Trump, not for the series. (laughs) (laughs) You did it a bit too late. (laughs) And then also the social media speculation of a romance between Michael and Henry. That fantasy certainly got us through some dark days. No fanfic included. Oh God, we're not reading that again. Oh, there must be some fanfiction for you and Henry. I I choose not to see. I'll find that for next week, Michael. Not you, Michael. The Michael here. bet you won't now i'm really appreciating the opportunity to revisit past seasons of the show with you both and i for one do listen all the way through to the bits at the end all having a bit of fun aren't we all in one breath oh that's oh that's what we say at the end of it <laughs> but Alex was just saying we had to be record that but now we won't because it's iconic but that's the bit that I don't even listen to that bit. When, when I'm saying to people on the podcast, listen to the end, I'm mean just the end of like the episode, not the last bit where we're talking Talk about. bitterness against love that we <laughs> yeah. had to put that in to check yeah. that we weren't going to get in trouble. Well done, Michael, you're the best. Anyway, Thank you. I recent, not you. Oh. <laughs> I recently had a long-term relationship end and I've been back on the apps and going out, hooking up with folks and going on dates. Something that I've been experiencing, and I don't know if I'm alone on this, is that a lot of flakiness, people not following through, um, not following through, and people not really knowing what they want, hookups that never happen, after more than enough messaging dates who make plans then cancel repeatedly meeting up with people who say they want one thing and then seem to be looking for something else most of these people are men but i have had lesbian friends who are having the same kind of experiences with women so let's flip the script i would love to hear about a time when you felt really clear about what you were looking for in a partner date or hookup or a time when you had a really satisfying dating experience instead of a dating disaster now I oh. was just thinking you—they basically just described you there, Michael. What satisfying dating experience? No flakiness, not, <laughs> not following through, not really knowing what he wants. No making dates and cancelling repeatedly. I do. I do do Meeting it with actually. people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a busy little girl. I don't know if this is actually necessarily the thing. Was first thing that came to mind was a satisfying dating experience. Was like I was going on these couple of dates with this boy and like we had a nice time and like he was hot we got on like it was nice but then like I was on like a third or fourth date and I was kind of I just kind of wait can I just interrupt that's basically marriage for Michael I know I'm really bad I don't get past date two, do I but I was like oh I don't think I want this but like it felt it felt fine I didn't feel bad about it it was just like a oh I don't think I want to be doing this and then we had a quite a mature conversation about it and it was like cool and that was fine like, it, I don't know why, why that came to mind, because perhaps it's not like a satisfying dating
1: experience. But it No, was... but it's a satisfying end to it. It's not like one of these horrible experiences.
0: What was really nice was basically I was able to have a conversation with him when I was like, I'm really like, I'm really enjoying hanging out with you. But I just don't see this as a dating thing. And I think actually what it turned out to be was I didn't really want to be dating particularly. Like, I'm actually quite happy where I am now in getting my intimacy from my friends and your cat and my cat who barely pays attention to me um, and i can have sex if i want it but like i don't actually want to be dating now which is quite nice have you got
1: a clear thing oh you've got a husband it's boring no but the one interesting thing about my husband boring bit is because i was in that same position that, that michael was saying when they were saying that there's all these people being flaky i didn't like any of the dates mm. and then nick was the first person i messaged on a date i always wait for other people to message me i don't know why I just can not be bothered to go on the app and he was the first one that i messaged then i was like okay i don't want to do this again i'm gonna marry you no finished well. <laughs> how convenient <laughs> right <laughs> next one is from michael no it's not is it yeah it's from a different michael i've switched i've just sneaked this one in it's not on your script oh another michael but it's not you again sorry um hi boys i've always loved lemon poppy seed as a flavor combination and feel inclined to do some baking though i'm a moderate at best any recipe suggestions and then he's a
0: moderate so not a conservative no no
1: oh lefty that was a then, good that was a
0: good politics
1: joke there that was quick political wit I mean, i don't think it was a joke and i said but political rather bit... than political which is annoying <laughs> it is. then they've written also sorry to hear about your jacket michael <gasps> throw it in the dryer on low with a couple of tennis balls and it'll fluff right up again well i'm clearly not a moderate because i
0: don't have a dryer <laughs>
1: a dryer oh yeah you know what
0: i had to do is i had to put it in the washing machine then leave it hanging out flat and then each morning go into each separate section <laughs> and just like pinch out the of the
1: feathers <laughs> and shake it for five minutes it literally took me half an hour every day for four days i literally wrote i put this one in thinking oh this would be a really good tip for michael i don't have a dryer either why would you put that in but i have heard a dryer with a little tennis ball it's very helpful so if you have vomit on your north face jackets there you are you
0: either <laughs> sit there and pinch it out and shake it for half an hour every morning or not
1: this came from someone called Michael, and then they put all their letters after their name. They put loads of letters after their name. Like, what w- which letters? MPL, RPP. Okay, that's M- the, what's MPL? Ooh. Medium. Mother planting line. Yep. RPP. RPP. Roast
0: pepper pineapple. <laughs> mcip michael chakravarti is perfect (gasps) oh (laughs) that was quick and
1: they're called michael as well oh god i'm so proud of myself alex literally threw his hands to (laughs) the air i also included this not because we're going to go into that much detail but i love lemon and poppy seed i love poppy seeds oh you're saying this not michael oh yeah no michael wants to have a recipe suggestion a lemon and poppy seed
0: could you do a shortbread lemon poppy seed (sighs) shortbread Michael, coming up with the goods today. I mean, something about it being 7.19 on a Monday has really got me going.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All I could think about was a lemon and poppy seed cake, which is very nice, moist, a bit fluffy, and then mm. kind of a, a glaze. But actually, a lemon and poppy seed shortbread. Do you know what? Let's quit while we're ahead. We finished for another week. I've got to run and get my train, and Michael is already scrolling through Grinder. But there is just time to plead with you to like and rate our podcast it really will help our podcast get out there to the masses and not just to you, our dear cult members. I mean, listeners.
0: Yes, we'd like more people to listen because we are greedy with a little touch of megalomania, which is a good drag queen name, that. Megalomania. Thoughts? Good, really yeah, good. good. There are surely more people out there who love bake-off, and with the world going the way it is, everyone needs some light relief. Light relief? I'm not sure about that, but it does get Alex dressed and out the house, so please keep supporting us. You can email any questions to stickybunboys at gmail.com or find us on
1: our socials at Sticky bun boys love you all and please continue being delightfully sticky ready for the boring bit let's go
0: the sticky bun boys are not endorsed by or affiliated with love productions the great british bake-off or any of its subsidiaries all views and opinions are our
1: own the great british bake-off and all related content are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders very
0: professional david in (laughs) one breath (laughs) we're all just having a bit of fun aren't we (laughs)